I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just a little respect, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Big wins for Manchester United and Chelsea. And Thierry Henry's angry. It's Thursday, 29th of October. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hello, everybody. Lovely to have you with us, Andy and Petey and me in the pod in your ears. What a thrilling Thursday we have for you. Yeah, Andy yeah. is beaming. Andy, how's all your uh, your neighbourhood watch stuff going? Or what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> neighbourhood watch. Call it what it is. It's a militia. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get voted into again? I, I preferred the way that Pete framed yeah. it because it makes me sound like some sort of net twitcher. <laughs> otherwise, Brassels, Brassels botherers. Yes. Go on. There's a title for yeah. it. Yeah. I'll get some t-shirts done up, I think. Mm. Uh-huh. No burning leaves without a permit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, dear. Well, it's, uh, it's good to be with you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to start... Uh, before we talk about Chelsea, the the dig of Wednesday evening belonged to Barcelona, to Juventus, saying, uh, "Oh, did you enjoy having the goat playing at your your stadium or something like that?" Because right. Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't playing, but Lionel Messi was. No, oh, a tale of two goats, Marcus. Yes, but it was a nice little dig, uh, and of course they won. But what about though, chaps? Let let let's uh, let's go to the real 
story of the evening. Obviously, Chelsea, they won uh, in Krasnodar. And Manchester United won as well. English football's back, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. It's been a while since we saw uh, those two teams, of course, reach the final of the Champions League. But 5-0 at home against RB Leipzig. Uh, the top-heavy troop <laughs> once again from England. Clean sheets all round. I mean, it really is quite, uh, it really is quite stunning. Um, Peter, you're sort of the Football Rambles answer to Julian Nagelsmann when it comes to outfits saying, and blazers. Yeah, and saying I'm going to slide tackle Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit severe. <laughs> he even said his dad was mugging him off. Do you hear that? Because his dad's a, was he a Munchen Gladbach fan? Right, okay. And he wanted Manchester United to beat Bayern in, in that <laughs> final. <laughs> so slide tackle him. Maybe yeah, he already has. Exactly. Maybe he's getting them all back. <laughs> um, but yeah, and let's start with Nagelsmann then. I mean, if he will wear such garish outfits. Um, I I, everyone's talking about his sartorial elegance. Do you think I'm not having it. Yeah, but look what you're wearing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a suit and a shirt. What's wrong with that? I'm from a generation of men who dress properly. (laughs) It's it's nice to look smarter on a Champions League evening, I think. I think Mm. think that's very, very important. But it does just look like Assos is doing a roaring trade in Germany. (laughs) Doesn't it? I mean, buy one so of do, the. Do you reckon? Buy you... one, one kit. Like, don't buy like loads of disparate parts of other things. I would say. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, he got a bit annoyed in the post-match interview when he was asked about it by a German reporter. who responded quite <laughs> spikily. Well, I, I got... don't know why you would think it's a good idea to <laughs> address that to him mm-hmm. after they've just lost five nil. Yeah. But I, I don't know what. I, how he bookended it perhaps well yeah. we may have lost 5-0 but you know I can return it for free so yeah. joke's on you pal you've, ju- <laughs> you've, you've just been beaten 5-0 but first let's talk about your disastrous uh, dress up tonight <laughs> well Noblesman said uh, don't talk so much about my clothes I wear what I like evidently I'm a football coach not a model I mean I I, I agree Do, I that's think why people ask me are you a model are you a football mm. Podcaster, <laughs> did someone say to you the other day? Didn't you used to be on the football round? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, Pete? Who used to be on the football round? I was like, oh, probably been off for two days. <laughs> oh, I love it. You, you, you know what, Pete Donaldson? Yeah. If if you're just having a bit of downtime and a cup of tea. Don't look out the window crying while you're doing <laughs> no, it. No, don't In do the that. words of uh, the James J. Buffett from the uh, uh, Manchester Street Peaches, uh, on the street, an old man plays with newspaper cuttings of his glory days. That's right. Yes. Pete Donaldson. There we are. R.I.P. Yeah. Do, uh, that free London newspaper, is that the glory, the clipping? <laughs> <is it? laughs> when we popped up in there once or twice. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there are too many cheapies over Nagelsmann's uh, wear. So mm. we'll move on from that, if we if we may. Um, another glorious European night for Manchester United. United, Andy, uh, they're back. They are back. Mm. Solskjaer um, proving that uh, that he that he is the man for the job. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> Solskjaer. There's all, there's an awful lot of uh, Solskjaer has um, out tacticked uh, <laughs> yeah. Tuchel and Nagelsmann yeah. in the last week. The same wish, wish doesn't go with the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I believe that's the way you're meant to frame it on, yeah. on Twitter. Uh, I'd like, but to... perhaps, mm. perhaps, mm. may I just suggest yes. that maybe we're reading a little too much in to the, the head coach's role in a lot of football at the moment. What is he saying? You know, so, 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 so maybe he's not the worst coach in the ro- world and quote unquote a mm. PE teacher yeah. when United lose. And mm. may, maybe he's not 
the answer to everything when, when United win. Andy, I mean, you I are think... on the football role. We need sweeping steps. <laughs> I was about to say, Andy, <laughs> Andy we need about... Solskjaer out or Solskjaer in. Yeah. Look, There's look, no look, other b- way. B- bottom line is I've done too much stuff that could be clipped for Twitter out of context <laughs> at the moment. I don't want to become the Ben Bradley of the football ramble. Andy, I think, I think so... you're, you're, you should have noticed by now that in, 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 in the current climate, there's no room for any sort of centrist ideas. Uh, Pete, if you, can, if you can give some... Uh... Well, Rio Ferdinand himself said uh, with regards to Manchester United the highs are very high but the lows are deeper than you can imagine I assume he was talking about uh, that sounds like the orgazoid out of uh, out of peep show doesn't it where it goes oh the highs they're so high but the lows they're really low (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's not talking about football though (laughs) possibly possibly all I would say is it was a very good United performance different formation yeah and I think They've, they've played the two Champions League games very, very well so far. Mm-hmm. Of course, the fact that you can bring Rashford, Fernandes off the bench is very, very helpful indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just say, yeah. without anyone biting my head off, if okay. we go back to 2013-14... Yeah. Sharpen the teeth, PT. United, under David Moyes, were pretty good in the Champions League. They did League. get to the quarterfinal. Yeah, they did. People forget that. They did. They were only knocked out by Bayern, it I was, believe. It was, yeah. And if you go to the group stage, they won 5-0 away at Leverkusen. Yeah. And that was a Leverkusen side that right. contained Emre Can, mm-hmm. uh, Hon Ming. You know, it's, it's a pretty good side. It wasn't a bad side. So yeah, so you're you're not sure about Solskjaer, but you think David Moyes was a better manager than he was given credit for. Uh, yeah, that, that's the quote. Both that's the quote. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> okay, I think we've heard enough from you, yeah. Andy. On if, if uh, Andy, I'd like also get a, a little pull quote from you as well. If Donny Van Beek had, had spent all of the time on the pitch, yeah. would they have won 5-0? Mm. <laughs> exactly. That's very true, Peter. What about, oh, come on, what about national treasure, Marcus Rashford? It's, oh, he, yes. He just gets better and better, doesn't he? His first he? career hat-trick. <laughs> yeah, that's, that'd surprise me, that, to be and honest. He, at, at, at times, I thought to myself, does, does he know that? Because, you know, for, for was it Martial's... Um, he squared it to Martial at one mm. point, and obviously Martial yeah, took the penalty. Yeah. Yeah. the pen, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's a lovely man. <laughs> a lovely, lovely man. But I was so pleased he did get the hat-trick, and he was clever, or wise, or all those kind of words, to... to Score the uh, his uh, was it his second goal mm. or his first goal? I forget when he when he when he ran through um, because of all that offside business. Which yeah, it was I the think, first one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. the first one because yeah. he was inside his own half. I mean, ah, that you feel it's, annoying, it, it's a lesson for every footballer in twenty twenty. You just got to keep going. You've just got to well keep play going. to the whistle. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose mm. it's the same lesson. That I mean, you're cursing that if you're Robin van Persie. <laughs> yes, go on. And bear in mind when he was uh, sent off at the the, the camp no for uh, scoring after the whistle. Oh yes, gone. Yeah. that's right. Remember. Yeah, second booking. Uh-huh. That was a different times though, Andy. More innocent times, perhaps. <laughs> uh, you, you could argue. But I mean, look, it's it's a 5-0 win, for goodness sake, for Manchester United against the side who went very deep in the competition last time round. So so that is impressive. But what, what Solskjaer did, Andy, there's a lot of talk about what he's done in that midfield. Sort of a kind of a sort of a diamond affair, yes. uh, making them a little bit more compact. And Solskjaer himself was saying, "Look, we've got options in midfield, and that's what you have that squad for." Yeah, yeah. Is it, that's is it not why you buy Van der Beek, isn't it? Is mm. it not just him using his squad effectively, like as any basic manager should? Yeah, it should I've be got him on the bench. Let's bring him on. <laughs> Shouldn't be that novel. Johnny Van der Beek <laughs> hasn't really hit the ground running at Manchester United. Let's bring one of the best footballers in the world on. Yeah. And let's let's <laughs> let's give uh, Fernandez Fernandez a rest before he. 
becomes Pete, like looking out the window crying. <laughs> <laughs> you used to play for Manchester United, didn't you? <laughs> I've been on the bench for a couple of weeks. You used to play for Sporting, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's funny with Donny van der Beek because before the game, I mean, Patrice Evra said, what was it, a few days ago now or, or the other day, um, when he said, uh, you know, we don't need him. Which I thought was an interesting mm. thing, and then and then the great Marco van Basten as well said, "Oh, you might regret his move there." And so on. I thought, "Hang on, <laughs> give the lad a chance." It's it's hard, isn't it? Because obviously the, the spotlight Manchester United is incredible. It's the lumens on the Manchester United spotlight is incredible. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're relentless, and not many footballers hit the ground running the way that Fernandes has. Um, so it's kind of uh-huh. he's on a bit of a hiding to nothing. I, mm. I do feel sorry for him a little. Bit. Well, I do as well. I mean, but you're right. Thirty-five. Andy. What was it? Thirty-five, thirty-six million. Like it's that's 40, not a lot. I think it was yeah. right. It's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, for the for the for the sort of potential and, and the fact is, he and, plays in for the that position great. he plays as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I said oh, I thought he was. A... Do you think we have a lot of focus on footballers' sad faces when they're not playing or things aren't going mm. well at the moment because there aren't fans to focus on in the crowd? You know, yeah. No, yeah, maybe. Norm, normally you would say you know Sky are going to like home in on a fan biting their nails mm. or like a child crying. The Chelsea or, blood or brushing whatever. his teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, such um, a wonderful memory that Gareth Bale with a mask around his head now that's all we've got to look at we should put install um, mm-hmm. those inflatable uh, men that they have on garage forecourts yes those big inflatable men are I they men I'd enjoy that are they men I don't know to be honest yeah 2020 who cares yeah, exactly people yeah. People. That's what they are. Just inflatable people. <laughs> so I, it's the word inflatable I have a problem with because they don't really inflate. They provide a tubular vessel for the air to escape. They from. don't inflate. They don't arrive like that, do they? <laughs> <laughs> no, when they go up and they just go. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm all for them. They're, they're, they're constantly at the point of almost inflating, but they never inflate. Yeah, in my mind's eye, Barcelona always take them to Champions League finals. Is that is true? The, I don't know. They... I, I was in. Were you in Rome, Andy, when they beat Manchester United two 0 no. Oh, just just me then. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Jim when you need him? Um, yeah, what do you I, think of Don Bassarino, Beyonce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about off air. Oh dear. But Jonathan Wilson uh, met Beyonce and asked uh, yeah. whether she liked the Don Bassarino. Wonderful. Right. Uh-huh. I think What's she the... said. I think she said yes. She said yeah. yes. We cannot Red. confirm reports that he referred to her husband as JZ. So. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, anyway, where were we? Manchester United. Yes. Oh, a lovely goal for Mason Greenwood. We haven't seen mm. uh, that much of him, sort of, uh, uh, of late. Of He's still course. in my Premier League team. He's still <laughs> in there. FPLT. This, this doesn't count though. Remember that? <laughs> no, okay, so I know. I was annoyed. Not, not just first goal in the Champions League. First shot in the Champions League. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's good, isn't it? 100% it really record. Oh, it, was a, it was a such a such a, a delight. Into Milan calling <laughs> instantly. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll, they'll be calling in 20 years, won't they? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, generally, Andy, though, with Manchester United, like, does this result, I mean, does it sort of surprise you, confuse you? Does it give you hope? Or did you think, no, it, it sort of makes sense with, with what they're capable of? Because they've, they've got a good result in them every now and then, yeah. but then, of course, it's the consistency. I, I, I think mm. good players make an enormous difference at this level and make an enormous difference in the last 20 minutes yes. at this level. It's a good win for United. I don't think they were 5-0 good, just like I don't think Leipzig were 5-0 well, bad. De Gea made some good saves. Yeah, he, he, he did. And, um, you know, I, I think sometimes we can leap to to absolutes in in every aspect of performance. I, I really yeah. I really don't think we should. So, uh, have United got a chance of going deep in the Champions League? Yeah. Look at their squad. Yeah. Of course they have. And it's a cup competition. Mm-hmm. Like this idea, just because it's it's sort of painted as the pinnacle of, of world football, mm-hmm. and it is in, in, in many ways, it's still very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is the best argument against the European Super League that you could ever have. The fact that 
it's a cup competition and not always, in fact, maybe not even often, the best team win it. Mm. Did, Bayern being an exception, obviously, last year. I could see Ed Woodward going to the, I, I probably wouldn't be him, but if you know they they go to the kind of people who are proposing the European Super League and they sort of sit down and he comes back and goes ah oh, I think I've signed us up lads I didn't I didn't mean to do <laughs> bit uh, like Bartomeu yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> is is it just about because people are, and and it sticks in my car because Newcastle were terrible but they're kind of grouping in the performances in the Champions League but also the the performance against Newcastle and they're saying mm. this is Manchester United um, finding their feet and ultimately um, coming up to fitness because the, obviously um, once they got up to fit, fitness last season they they they, they had a lovely time uh, and the back end of last season was, was really telling that, that their squad was almost at full strength and and they all pretty much fit mm-hmm. um, is this Manchester United just becoming fitter or is it just that's in... an argument definitely I, I think that's well that's, how that's unfit were they when Spurs hurt. knocked six past them, <laughs> yeah that's that, that's true as well I mean for, for them it's, it's just so good to win and win comfortably at home in a in a big game mm. you know that, that'll, that'll be I think a, a weight off their minds but I kind of, I kind of wonder if if we expect a little bit much of Manchester United sometimes because and I know football didn't start in 1992 but if we look at Manchester United in a Premier League context you mm-hmm. know the, the team that de- dominated the first decade and a half playing a certain way mm-hmm. and displaying a certain personality and it's something that makes you think what well, you know United have to play this way do they have to play this way if United are just an efficient team who can be clinical on on, on the counter and the key thing for them is scoring first against Leipzig yeah. because Leipzig they're changing a little bit under Julian Nagelsmann he wants to give them different strings to their bow but they're a team whose major strength is counter-attacking mm. if you can score first against them mm-hmm. that's great isn't it straight away and that was what built the the platform for United to pick them off in those mm-hmm. last 20 minutes but there's always still this obsession with United have to be front foot. United have to be dominating. And that is something that's accentuated, a feeling that's accentuated by Mm -hmm. how much they've spent on players. But what if they're just really efficient? Because I think if you look at most of their good results and good spells under Solskjaer, it's just about being clinical. Mm -hmm. You you never leave, I think, a Manchester United match under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, whether you're a fan of his or not, thinking, wow, they've totally dominated that game. You never really feel that. But maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine to be like that because if you look over the past three, four, five years of the Premier League, it has really been a fight for the right to play on the break yeah as well. Uh But Andy, I completely agree with what you're saying to a point when you're saying about, you know, that kind of efficiency and so on. If Manchester United go away to RB Leipzig and lose three or four nil, would it surprise you at all? No, probably not. So there you go. So, no. so, and that's a point, isn't it? That goes back to what Rio Ferdinand says. You know, highs are very high. They've beaten PSG, went to the finals. Been, like, blah, 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 blah. But then they're capable of these results. It's the Jekyll and Hyde nature of and it. And because football is so largely based around counter pressing nowadays, mm-hmm. um, we see a lot of thrashings. We do. We see a lot more thrashings than we used to, especially in the Champions League. Well, we saw one in Russia, didn't we? We did. When 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 Chelsea turned up to town, and again, uh, Krasnodar were in this for quite a lot of the game, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, I'm really sorry. Is it, is it uh, Gazinski hit the bar at one point? Yeah, they, they were unlucky with the penalty. I think the first time round, it was it was. I know Krasnodar aren't, aren't a romantic story, but I did feel sorry for them. Well, <laughs> they're not. 
what the, I don't know. There's a bit too. They're romantic in the scale of like a lot of in oligarchs con- leaving Russia well, and spending say, money in, outside in of the, the local context. Exactly. <laughs> in the local context. And the fact that Russia is too big. It's very big. It's basically just a high spec youth club. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is. But the, the, the BBC was suggesting uh, from from their report that, uh, that a lot of Russians have this this side down as their second team because it isn't an oligarchy. You know, it's obviously a very very wealthy man who's um, made his money. Supermarket. It's from Supermark. He's like he's the, the local Jay Sainsbury, uh, perhaps. <laughs> uh, but uh, but, uh, but that yeah. But they've not been around that long. Yeah, and, but they climbed out of Leeds. The, Leeds, not Leeds. I'm not bringing up Leeds again. Leeds no. fans here. <laughs> Climbing out of leagues uh, with, uh, and, and they managed to get out of the the, the, the first two leagues just because uh-huh. of financial mismanagement of other teams. So yes. like you do sort of go. Uh, I mean, I know what you mean. Well, to be honest, it's not a, a, a far cry. They can be the odd similarity between them and RB I'm sure Leipzig. a lot of fans are just going, I'm, I'm just glad Vanifostor aren't in the league anymore. <laughs> so we don't have to travel all the way over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is kind of closer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, but it, not too dissimilar in some ways to RB Leipzig, but of course, again, the local context is very crucial because you see how one team is treated <laughs> and compared to the other in their, in, 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 you know, in their climates. Mark, I don't like them because they have their, their squad numbers are insane. Oh no, are they? Like uh, the keeper, 39, 28, 31, 18, 52. Do you know what I used Bill to... Henna. Years ago, I used to be bothered by that, but I kind of... Uh, You've got to pick your battles. I you, you haven't heard the bench yet. 67, on. 74, 81, 84, 88, 93. Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> Number one on the bench. Got it off. <laughs> the keeper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all, right. Like, all right. And he's a left back. <laughs> yes. All right, Petey. I'm picking up my rifle again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, when all said done it's a 4-0 win for Chelsea so you have mm. to give them credit there and they've they've had three clean sheets in a row Mendy was man of the match he's had an immediate impact Andy hasn't he I mean he wasn't he, uh, he, he wasn't a, a, a you know like a, a star quality goalkeeper really before they, no. they got him but he's come in and he's just looks like he knows what he's doing and it's a calming presence where Kepa clearly uh, was, was giving the defence and some of the supporters a, a few jitters yeah, a mean, chaos engine yeah, we call him exactly I mean every, everyone knows I guess Mendy's story by now and the, the, the fact that he was without a club and without work like mm. five years ago and he does have that sense of someone who wants to seize this unexpected opportunity mm-hmm. with with both hands. But the, the confidence is enormous. That's the major factor. He's the Dubravka of the South, and uh, Peter has he ever laboured in uh, Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> has he ever done any building work in Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he was man of match. He played very, very well indeed, yep. and and that shows you in a 4-0 win, Peter, that the Chelsea goalkeeper was man of the match. So it shows you that that scoreline well, was flattering. Yeah, and, and also, like you, you look at uh, one of the recent signs, obviously Kai Havertz, he is not having uh, the best of times. He looks a little bit dithery. Mm-hmm. And I think when that match, I was like, ooh. Don't you think cool. his hair kind of plays against him? You reckon? It, Why? It, it, in... looks, it looks like a diffident teenager. <laughs> it's sort of like... like no, I'm not getting what, up. I'm not going what, over there. What, what did, I mean, I'm going to give someone a rubbish pass. I'm not tracking back. What, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, did, what did you do today? Did you uh, provide anything? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I sort of... The way he plays and his hair, I, I sort of... I want caca. Right. I, st- I still miss old cack. Mm. Um, Cackles. Yeah, marvellous. But, uh, but uh, Hakim Ziyech, uh, of course, uh, got his first goal. Uh, for Chelsea, mm, I believe he did look lively. Yeah, we haven't seen. Well, we've seen a bit of him, but obviously first start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've seen a little bit, but not as much as. Uh, and do you know what? I, th- I think that makes an enormous difference in games like this. Mm. A-, a bit like what we were saying with Manchester United. 
if you've got that many good attacking players, yeah. if the other team have to chase the team, uh, chase the game late on, you can mm. just trim them to absolute pieces. Yeah, and I think that really makes the difference. And Ziyech showed enough in that game that you think he's going to be enormous fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I know. Look, I know we've talked about Rashford, but you're right about coming on as a substitute can be very, very tricky sometimes. So it shows you just how brilliant Rashford and Fernandez was you yeah. know, coming on and making a difference. But it is good to see Ziyech start, of course. Um, I mean, but for all the talk of, of bad form and so on and with, with, with Chelsea, you talk about Manchester United being a bit Jekyll and Hyde. You know, people would say that about Chelsea. They've only lost one in their last ten. And they had a um, goalkeeper who was basically throwing in goals for half of Yeah, they seem to have addressed that quite swiftly um, <laughs> as well. Uh, although there is a little bit of chat now about their penalty takers, Peter, because we saw right. Jorginho, he, he missed one. Lampard said, he look, hit the he, post. he hit the post. That's, look, that, that's on no target chat. for me. There's, 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 there's no... <laughs> Let's not even get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Donaldson endorses penalties <laughs> off the... Yeah, again, too much Roberto Baggio magical kicks. Oh, I love it. It's yeah. a skill. That. It's a skill yeah. to hit the woodwork from a penalty kick. <laughs> the, 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 the bottom line is they're Timo Werner's now. And maybe they should have been Timo Werner's in the first place. Mm. But they are his now. Do you he, think? He was, he, was, he was a penalty taker for Leipzig and now he's going to be Chelsea's penalty taker. What he scores penalties. say the way he hammered that in? He's a penalty <laughs> That was a bit like, right, I've waited my chance and now I've taken it. <laughs> it wasn't actually like totally in the spot. It was just that he really hammered it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he, yeah, he wasn't in the corner. German Troy Deeney. Let's say. <laughs> like it. And he will accept that. Yeah. Mm. I, other than the penalty hit... The comparisons sort of fall down, but on so many levels, we'll we'll go with it for now. Certainly, yes. yeah, and no doubt he probably hates Arsenal as well. Um, yeah, so uh, oh, Roman Abramovich was at the match. Yeah, his first one for a while since because he took his early citizenship, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so he's yeah, he's, that's right. Lampard said it was that was quite nice having him in the in the crowd. You know, Lamps didn't get to have a chat with him though. No, he mm. said one or two of the staff did. Yeah. So as long as Romy's mm-hmm. happy, came down and went. I see my little prezzies under the tree. <laughs> oh, did you hear um, that one of his former little prezzies, Alexander Pato, could be coming back to England? Played for Chelsea. Uh, no, that makes mm. me want to sing. Come Baby, on. come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Remember I, Pato I, Banton? Yes. No. Yeah. With my CD collection of Bob, Bob Marley. Marley. Come back. Yes, son, give me one more try, cause a love like this will never, never die. Come back. Just wanted to get involved. <laughs> he's uh, he's married to um, the daughter of Brazil's most famous man, who is worth a Google. And a Are we talking about Pato Banton or Alex Pato? I'm just saying he's, he's, he's addicted to... Powerful men's daughter. Well, <laughs> powerful Tony's men. Yeah, daughter, he, yeah. Wants, he wants to be close to powerful men. Well, when when he arrived in <laughs> Zoffspring, <laughs> when he arrived at uh, Milan, he was he was married to a prominent Brazilian soap star, wasn't he? See, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Addicted to powerful men's offspring. Yeah, and well, I could have I said that in a lo- in a much less polite way. Might as well. <laughs> so I'm learning. <laughs> you but are learning. But Google, Google uh, Brazil's most famous man. He's been on telly. He's he's, he's the only and probably the only in the most world. Most famous man is that Pele. He's he's like a, he's like the Robert Kilroy Silk of Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> but he's but he's a billionaire, and he's like he's in, that, that is quite a big thing. <laughs> isn't, this the president, right. isn't this the president? Isn't this <laughs> Bolsonaro? He's talking about UKIP MP is billionaire oh my goodness well, I'm going to get MP. a picture of this guy yeah. that would be something wouldn't it it certainly would be my married to <laughs> yeah well it, it, by the way we should say it's Birmingham City 
who uh, he's being linked to. I mean, yeah. he apparently posted a picture on Twitter of, of one of his boots along with a handshake emoji and the word soon. Here we go. <laughs> Come on. Get him back. So Get the duck that's back. That's not a fault for Brizio Romano. Here we go, is it? Oh, I don't know. No, I think we're a bit short of that. Yeah, maybe. So Silvio far. Santos's name is, and he is, right? He is... Guess how old this man is. I'm going to show you a picture Let's of a man's see. face. <laughs> oh, he's had... <laughs> well, okay. He's so. had a bit of work done. A bit. Guess a how bit old of, that man a is. A bit of work done. He looks like one of your prosthetic masks has been left <laughs> on the radiator. <laughs> he looks... I'm going to say... You, he's obviously older than what he's trying to make out. I'm going to say 85. I'm presenting this is a camera. He's 89. Bloody <laughs> hell. 89. Even it's good. Even with me overcompensating. Good work, that. Even with me overcompensating. Lovely I still old job, young. that. Yeah. Get your Fantastic. Hair, get your hair dye out for the lads. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's the mask you're getting in for Christmas. Correct. <laughs> I, I normally do. I normally do. Well, um, before we go to a break, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want more Champions League chat, because I think we talked about it. Um, yeah, we touched on it. We touched on it for a little bit. A little bit. Um, uh, on the continent, Andy, OTC is out later today on Football Ramble Presents. We're going to talk about actual football and that. <laughs> yeah, we will. There won't be any shoo, obviously, because uh, the great man wasn't present, as you said earlier, in Juventus-Barcelona. But so much has been going on with oh. Juventus and Barcelona this week. We will be going on a tangent or two about that. Didn't Alvaro Morata score a hat-trick of disallowed goals? He did indeed. <laughs> <laughs> that's annoying. One could call him Alvaro Morata. Yeah, that's Hello. the kind of chat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, see you in a moment. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sammy, can you pass it one touch? Then why don't you do it? My son! My son! My son! <laughs> My son! 
<laughs> for Kat Madsen. <laughs> oh, welcome back to <laughs> the Yeah, Thierry Henry having a shouty old time in Major League Soccer. Oh, magnificent. Yeah. I mean, I would turn around if I was a footballer and go, you're Thierry Henry. Come on now. Exactly. I'm not you, Dad. Do you think that's what it is? Do you think it's kind of like... Uh, it's a bit like what Glenn Hoddle was accused of sometimes in his in his younger managerial days mm. of car for crying. This is how you do it, lads. Yeah, Andy. Well, at least we haven't got to the point where he was at Monaco. Well, at least we haven't got to the point where he was at Monaco. Full stop. But yeah. at least we haven't got to the point where he was at Monaco, where he did that press conference, didn't he, with Benoit Badiashvili, <laughs> and, and made him push his chair in. Yeah, just with the look. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a... He's, Maybe he's like, the look doesn't work. Maybe I should be more explicit. People didn't seem to like the look, did yeah. they? <laughs> if anyone's unaware, by the way, he's obviously Henri's Montreal impact manager and he was on the mm. sideline shouting his head off. And of course, without a crowd, you could hear what he was saying. And we had some examples for you there as yeah. we came out drive, of the drive, break. Drive, 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 drive. <laughs> if he'd done that on the car advert, that would have been better. Can you play it short? Why don't you do it then? Why don't you do it? <laughs> can, not... you do it? can you do it one foot? We'll do it then. We'll do it. <laughs> well, we, can, did, we did see... Can last... you cut inside and bend it in the corner of 30 yards? <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> When, when you say drive, 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 the image I had in my mind was love, love when, when um, Ajax won 13-0 at VVV Venlo oh, yeah. last weekend. And all I could look at in the second half mm. while they were racking in oh, this, car. Is, is that yeah, car yeah, yeah. in the little parking space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, presumably that was the VVV coach at the end. Yeah. Drive, 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 drive. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. on, on, on a serious note, though, Andy, you've obviously um, spent a lot of time in France starting French footballs, and of course, Thierry Henry came through the um, Clairefontaine Academy. Yes. I remember the piece you wrote a couple of years ago with Vikash uh, Dorosu, the uh, the footballer, about how uh, Clairefontaine doesn't just work with on-field discipline. It also kind of concerns itself with the grounding, with the dealing with like the media as well, obviously, because there's a lot of focus uh, yeah. it, it, when you're at the Clairefontaine Academy. Uh, so with all that in mind, um, do you think this is the sound of my dog eating a carrot or is it me? <laughs> is that a dog eating a carrot or is it me? <laughs> Answer the question, the question Andy. Dog. Andy. I already did, dog. What? Dog. How yeah. did you know it was a dog? It's a dog, you can tell. Right, ha- right. Here's, here's the sound of the dog. Here we go. Yeah, it's quicker, it's quick. Right, here's me eating a carrot. No, you, you, you're you having it up. <laughs> <laughs> you're having it up, you little hamster. Yeah, it's no, no. You you are making the noise. The dog is quick. You it's, that's the. It's no, the, you the are speed. doing an impression of Bugs Bunny eating a carrot. Exactly. That's what you're doing. You're not normally yeah. naturally eating a carrot. No, true. All right, no. fair. I, I thought I was going to get you with that one, Andy. But um, no, no. once again, yeah. Your journalistic prowess has defeated me. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Right, ladies and gentlemen, enough of the nonsense because it's time for this. We've got an email from Paul Rogers. Probably not that one. A recent talk of Australian slang reminded me of a gem I heard on a League of Ireland highlight show some 10 years ago. 
<laughs> Imagine somebody editing that together. <laughs> and in the League of Ireland highlights package going, no one's ever going to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Paul this is never going to have it. Paul Rogers Paul Rogers <laughs> um, this one's for you, Paul. Um, I can't remember the match. Good. Uh, again, <laughs> waste of time. Uh, but I remember a timid pass uh, coming across the back four from the left back to the right sided centre back who tried to take a beat before playing it on. A poaching forward pounced and had time to canter the 25 yards towards the hapless goalie and took it away. The reaction from the commentator perfectly summed up the ineptitude and will always be nestled in my memory. Ah, here. That's yellow snow stuff. Sure, you can't be doing that at this level. <laughs> yellow snow. You can't be. So it's like, don't eat the yellow snow. Yeah, is that's that the, the kind of. Yeah, like, that's the Frank Zappa song, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, see. All the best, uh, Paul. P.S. Uh, please do not try and do the accent if you read this out. Okay. And I didn't. F- from that, it makes me think that Vish isn't getting enough love for his New Zealand accent the other day. Australian. <laughs> it was quite New Zealand. Oh. Oh. Show at footballramble.com. Check them vowels. Check them vowels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to say, we, we missed out one of the great Australian soccer epithets, I think. Go on. But, uh, how you, uh, uh, my, my good friend Vitor Sobral, he always referred to defensive midfielders as panel beaters. Oh, oh nice. I like that. Uh, I, yeah. I, I was quite fond of that. Wasn't um, Alan Shearer's dad a panel beater? He's a, certainly a sheet metal worker. Mm. He did go on mm. University Challenge that time. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I have an email here from Fergus Cavanaugh. who says, Hello, Ramblers. As a Norwich City supporter, I've become somewhat accustomed to the often wild and deeply encrypted musings of Her Farker. <laughs> Enjoyable. Uh, further to Tuesday's chat about Daniel Farker confusing analogies, I'd like to draw your attention to another absolute gem from the big man himself. In December 2018, when asked about the curse of winning the Championship's Manager of the Month award, Coach Farker calmly explained that all successes come from fighting curses and finding treasures, just like in Pirates in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that uh, Michael Bolton song they did with The Lonely Island where he comes in and he's doing a sexy kind of sax song. Oh, yeah. And then he just keep, keeps on talking about Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> it's a wonderful bit of work. Yeah, a glorious analogy for all the family, I'm sure you'll agree. Nice for Kira Knightley, sort of, to get another mention too. Love the mm. show. Uh, and we love you too, Fergus. Uh, lovely stuff. Just like in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> um, apparently, he's big on the uh, on. He, he likes the nightclubs of Norwich. Uh, does Daniel Farker? Yeah. I suppose we'll, uh, we'll we'll we must. Uh, but obviously, not at the moment. No, but, but when closed. But when it's uh, well, nice to be able to get served quickly. Yeah. <laughs> when the coast when the coast is clear, he just yeah. books it out to himself. I mean, that's COVID compliant. If, if Daniel oh, yeah. Fa- so Daniel Farker's been seen in a couple of nightclubs, apparently. Okay, yeah, nice but I don't, uh, not of late. But you know, yeah. when, when oh, it was nice. when it was safe to do so. Look, so uh, I, I am a I am a fan of the nightclub, and I am a man approaching his years. Yes, and I think it's all fair people have forgotten mm-hmm. dancing and once locked down and yep. once uh, covid yeah. hopefully leaves us dancing will return oh, to know, the city will be a I've, nation of dancers. dancing will return to the cities good hey, times will be had i have never heard such a desperate last ditch pitch to be the assistant manager of a championship team <laughs> <laughs> league 1 <laughs> I'm just saying I presume Crystal Palace still has crystals yes as an ongoing like real estate concern and I should be allowed to live in there surely Norwich should have a club you know the sort of the canaries in the mine or something I don't know maybe I mean mind? it would have to be set in a mine presumably wouldn't it yeah like, well, you could deck it out like that you know yeah. people like that kind of rustic B- bottom line Daniel if you're listening uh, Pete would welcome the opportunity to paint the town yellow yes. oh we are yellow don't, yellow. Eat, don't eat yellow snow <laughs> you shouldn't eat any snow by the way but uh, we, we, we're going to why gonna... 
Well, you, you don't know where it's been. Mr. Frosty. Okay, fair that, that snow comes out, the, out of a man's belly. Yeah. I'm eating that. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've won me over. Exactly. Uh, but we're heading up to Norwich mm-hmm. when the coast is clear with Pete Donaldson and a camera at some <laughs> point soon. Uh, all right, uh, gentlemen. Uh, I'd like to talk about um, Jack Wilshire, if I may. Okay, then. Um, Jack Wilshire's been in, in the news uh, of late uh, because he's looking for a new club. At the time of recording, he's just linking himself to everywhere, uh, but that nothing has has um has been sort of uh, set in stone or anything but he, he's he's left west ham they they tore up his contract i love that in in the tabloids they never sort of leave <laughs> and they sort of oh, okay they tear it up like there's an actual some sort of <laughs> symbolic sort of thing um yeah he only made 19 appearances for west ham since leaving arsenal in 2018 so he's not played much football and we are used to wilshire not playing that much football uh, of course but he said uh, on sky sports recently i was thankful um uh, to him for being honest with me uh, with regards to um the powers that be at west ham i've got a lot of friends at west ham and it was nothing personal against them I still speak to a lot of the players but I just had to get out I couldn't spend another year not playing especially at my age I mean he's 28 Mm. which is mad isn't it you think to yourself I thought he was about 32 or something but he's one of those um, players that's been around for a long time you you sort of do wonder what David Moyes has kind of um, said to him. Sort of. yeah. He sort of said, you're not in my plans. But why is he not in his plans? He's probably not going to reveal that part of it. Do you imagine? <laughs> I don't work very hard in training. <laughs> Come and get me, boys! <laughs> well, Andy, he said La Liga, Italy or Germany would be a nice change for me. Not uh, many English players have done it. I don't think I'm too young for Major League Soccer. <laughs> it's on Sky Sports. I think it's live. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that's his actual quote, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think it's on Sky Sports. Well, I think there's been a big improvement in that league, he said. Is that also like a come and get me for Sky Sports as well? I have no idea. I'm not too young for Sky Sports either. <laughs> Andy, what do you reckon to all this? Because he's got talent, clearly, but he's got uh, brittle legs. Mm. Any club would be crackers not to... If, if they're going to sign him, to, yeah, exactly. You've, you've you've got to do it that way, I think. Mm. And you know, I, I hope he does play, and I hope he does find a a, a place where he's where he's mm-hmm. useful. Unfortunately, you've got only really two sort of discernible schools of thought on Jack Wilshire. Mm-hmm. Either he's a genius and he deserves a break, or he's a waster who's been stealing money for the for the past hour of many years and neither of those two things are true yeah. are they so I, I just oh, you're find... very beige today aren't you <laughs> Ole Gunnar Solskjaer isn't the antichrist uh-huh. oh bring it on <laughs> <laughs> he's certainly a red devil though isn't he <laughs> he is yeah I hope he just gets somewhere where he, he, he can play. Where would you fancy him, though, to, I, to I, go, I, realistically? I think MLS is the most realistic out of just, all MLS is quite fast and furious, though. People don't often realise that. Yeah, that is that is true. Um, but then again, you look at Carlos Vela, who has you know, basically turned into football Jesus at LAFC. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're contemporaries at Arsenal. I'd be surprised if he didn't have a little look at that and thought, it's a bit of me. Yeah. Vissel Corbe. <laughs> oh Japan it's so cool but I yeah, never yeah. understand why players are in that position you can make a bit of money yeah. not what you probably would pull Fenger in can or... put in a word for you <laughs> he's probably still got contacts out there you'd think well I, we'd like to see him playing because he's still got mm. talent we... I, I, th- I think the problem with Wilshire is he's the sort of player that historically you would have to build your team around but you can't build your team around a player who, who frequently gets injured for, yeah well for that is the trouble the and also a club is thinking okay we, we get Jack Wilshire on the books mm. we've got to hire another couple of physios and all that as well you know there's a lot of pressure on the medical staff <laughs> well, I th- I think it's like owning a nice boat you've, 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 got, you've got to think of the mooring fees yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think from his perspective he's he's got to figure out 
Well, he's got to figure out how, how he wants to play now mm. because I think the big difficulty for him when he excited us all at the beginning mm. is because he was very un-English type of player who could get mm. the ball change pace and go past people when that pace went he'd get fouled an awful lot because he wasn't able to break away from people who were basically tackling thin air before mm -hmm. so he's got to figure out a different way of expressing his talent. Now, that must be very difficult to accept, but he's had a lot of time to think about it. He's had a lot of time out the team to assess what he should be doing mm -hmm. with his footballing life. But does anything in this suggest that he's thought about it that much? Because he's saying, well, La Liga would be good, and Spain, Germany's fine, MLS. I mean, you talked about MLS and why that might not be the fit for him, Marcus. Do you get the impression from that that he's thought about that? Because mm, I don't. No, I don't. I think that's it. Seems a little unfocused. Yes, exactly. Someone mentioned um, a link to Rangers up in Scotland. You think, well, I know that's obviously quite fast and whatnot, but you're playing for you know, the best or the second best, you know, in the top yeah. two, you know, and you sort of think, man, I, I, I could see that maybe. Um, people say, well, what about dropping down to the championship? Okay, he did okay at Bournemouth, uh, you know, but, but, but the what, games come thick and fast. Why do you want to put him in a position where he's, he's going to be up for forty-six games a season? Yeah, well, this crazy. is yeah, this is it, Andy. I don't Cyprus. Know. How many teams in the same Cypriot League? That's true. <laughs> Get him out to Cyprus, Andy. <laughs> Ukrainian Premier League is nice. shrinking all the time. Yes, <laughs> lovely. Yeah, Zoya Luhansk's Jack Wilshire. That's got quite a nice grin. I'm sure Donetsk. I'm sure. Look, most of the Donetsk footballers are in hotels, so you know, stick him in. I think he'd enjoy it. He needs to be spa. in a hotel. Needs spa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, needs a spa. Needs a pool. Twenty-four. Twenty-four hour reception. Twenty-four hour reception. <laughs> well, because I, I, actually, smoking room, please. <laughs> <laughs> actually, should have mentioned last week on on OTC when we we're talking about Shakhtar Donetsk. They are now semi permanently in Kiev mm. um, oh, yeah. because they've, they've signed a deal to stay there not just for the Champions League but for the next three years and uh, someone pointed out to me I think it was Zoya London on Twitter that actually what this means mm -hmm. is that they're not in the hotel anymore they've had to go and get oh, houses what how disappointing uh, can they not just get a, remember when um, the Wu-Tang Clan were on um, MTV Cribs and they pretended they lived in one big house <laughs> <laughs> can they just do a bit of that caper yeah <laughs> we tried to do that the ramble but MTV Cribs weren't interested <laughs> and uh, we did have a little flat in Donetsk. Your, your, your little point. pokey flat in central London. That was never going to fly, was it? Um, gentlemen, uh, I'd like to finish on, on the story that came out um, from Clapton FC, mm. who were due to play Walthamstow. Uh, the referee inspected the pitch at 20 past three in the afternoon, deemed it playable. Which is good, you think? Okay, yeah. that's grand. And then uh, a member of uh, the Walthamstow management side uh, arrived at 6.20, three hours later, to find the pitch. Didn't have any lines or markings. Um, Clapton FC forgot to paint the lines on the pitch. It, I mean, it seems like... Uh, th these are the basics. Yeah. Tierney would be furious. <laughs> what was the referee thinking? Was he thinking, that, all right, we'll, we'll, play, the, we'll play to the walls. We'll play to the walls. Maybe good referees just see lines where there aren't lines yeah. for <laughs> offside decisions and stuff. Maybe thought VAR will take care of that. Fast <laughs> <laughs> calling the throw-ins. Why do we need lines? Why do we need lines <laughs> yeah. anymore? Break down the, take away the ball. Can we put technology <laughs> where lines used to live? Could we have like an exploding collar for for goalkeepers that leave their area? We don't need the lines no, anymore. we don't. We just, we just need very very liberal referee. <laughs> yeah, the linesman's bald head will project. Yes. <laughs> the lines on the pitch. So good. But oh, I, I, I just, I, I do think here, like, that Walthamstow's 
Walthamstow FC's statement was quite sarky about about, about mm. Clapton. Clapton, who are a club who've, who've done a lot of good stuff in in, in non-league, and you know they're they're a very welcoming club. And you've got to bear in mind this: it's all run by volunteers. Well, it is. Who've mm. got proper jobs? And I have to say. I'm not one to pin it all on the referee, but... Oh, he should notice. The referee turns up and doesn't realise there's any, there's any lines on the... Vanishing no spray. Well, apparently... He used the vanishing spray. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. What was, <laughs> what, was, what, was, what was Phil Neville's phrase for it? Imaginary spray. Imaginary yeah. spray. Yeah, no, it does, like it. It does exist, Phil. Um, I mean, Walthams are a bit, is a bit rich because obviously their dog track. Have you seen the dogs running that track? No. They don't stay in the lines. Is that right? <laughs> they don't care. That's oh, no. That, that must be the only dog track in London now. Is it? Right. Is Wimbledon no, Dogs down. not there anymore? Well, no, it's got a football stadium built on it now, isn't it? Mm. Bloody football ruining local I know, right? <laughs> uh, Where's well, the Speedway tracks? I think that was the same one. <laughs> Marcus, look at the time. Uh, uh, <laughs> I saw you. Well, oh, Pete's talking about Speedway again. <laughs> I, uh, they used to, on Wimbledon Dogs, they used to do this thing around sort of Christmas time where it was almost like wacky races. You could get, you, you would, um, a bit like a sort of a Red Bull kind of go-kart kind of thing and people oh, would just right. batter into each other. Oh, I thought that. you were going to say they put Santa hats on the bunnies. Do you mean like a destruction derby? Yeah, a destruction derby sounds right, about right. right. But, yeah. but like, but a local one, so you don't get like the big impressive trucks, you just mm. get, yeah. But well, I should like, say... Like used Ford Fiesta. Yeah, all that, and stuff. All that. That's Lovely. the good stuff. Yeah. I should say though that, uh, you know, at uh, Clapton FC, a bloke arrived at 7pm with some white spray cans to paint the lines. Um, according to somebody, he sprayed one line and disappeared along with with the bag of spray cans. When the match official asked where the man had gone, he informed uh, he was informed by a Clapton official that he'd gone to buy some paint from B&Q. Then a local running group uh, turned up <laughs> to train on the track and the ref called it off. So there's a track around the outside right, a local yeah. running group turned up. Well, if you're not going to use it, we'll have a referee's just gone, <laughs> no, no, enough of this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of this, and, and there was a drone at Rotherham, wasn't there? When they were, yeah, they were but apparently none of the players could actually see the drone, so they were really confused by the referee was um, taking them back into the uh, dressing room. Oh no! Was it one of those situations room. where there was a drone sighted, but the drone then disappeared? Then a police drone came up <laughs> to see it. And then everyone thought that was the actual drone. Yeah, it's like the old lady who saw the fly. It <laughs> just kept on getting bigger, bigger drones. Yeah, to find the drones. It, it was there. Now was there? I'm fairly certain. A couple of seasons ago, there was a story at a lowly ground, definitely football league, where a drone was spotted with a bra attached to it. Now I, <laughs> I'm almost certain that happened. Yeah. But I can't be sure. If anybody can remember, just I mean, just keep it yourself. Yeah. I don't care. Why don't you but, Google it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> can we talk briefly about uh, uh, Jose Mourinho's um, uh, method of eating popcorn on, on the flight? Oh, you were disgusted by this. Oh, so, uh, my, uh, my mate runs Loading Bar. I'm going to give them the plug. Loading Bar, and he's yeah, yeah. it's very, very good. It's like a gaming um, uh, booze, boozer. Uh, and goodness knows they need all the help they can get in yes, this climate. Yes. Uh, but Jose Mourinho, he brought me a picture from Jose Mourinho's uh, uh, Instagram uh, profile, and it looks he's eating a bag of popcorn. Yeah, like, you know that. Um, Sweet and salty. Sweet and salty, yeah. Because everyone's focused on what he's watching, but that's not the real thing to notice, yeah. is it? Uh-huh. The, the corner of... He's eating the, the fancy um, uh, like artisanal popcorn, and he's got his... Oh, it looks like he's pun- It looks like his hand has emitted some kind of acid and it's eaten through the side of the bag, and he's just got his hand through it. It's, yeah. It looks like he's chewed it open. It, it looks like the same way like a rat would eat a bag of popcorn. 
Little ratty hands. I love that when you say if, if people are focusing on what he's watching. If you want to see stuff in photographs or even paintings, whatever, um, that, that you haven't seen before, just show it to Peter. He can oh, pick that, out anything. It's, it's incredible. Apparently there's a bald man in the background of the Mona Lisa. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, in, in, insane uh, bit of uh, popcorn eating. Check it out if you can. It's horrible. You, you should do, yeah. And it's a wonderful way to finish today's pod, I think, Peter. Indeed. Uh, on tomorrow's show, I'm back with you, Andy, and Lukey Moore is joining us. Hooray! Should be a classic. Up your, up your opinions, Andy. I'll have none of this fence sitting tomorrow. <laughs> Luke's actually Luke's on number. Yeah. <laughs> he'll take the traffic. He'll take the heat. There'll be plenty of opinions on on the continent uh, later mm. on today. Of course, on on football ramble presents. Uh, but until tomorrow, my dears, say goodbye, Andy. Goodbye. Say goodbye, PT. <laughs> that was definitely a dog. Yeah. Uh, and it's goodbye from me. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.